This episode of the Adoption Connection podcast is sponsored by Faith, Hope, and Connection, a 30-day devotional for adoptive and foster parents. In this book, you'll find real, often raw, stories from adoptive and foster parents in the trenches. You'll find scripture and faith-filled hope pointing you to Jesus, and you'll find honest reflections, speaking courage to your soul, and reminding you that you are not alone. This devotional is a gift to you from 30 authors, all foster and adoptive parents, who offer a window into their own lives and families. You'll recognize yourself time and time again in their words. Do not miss this devotional. This devotional is available on Amazon, both in softcover or Kindle version. Welcome to the Adoption Connection podcast, where we share resources by and for adoptive and foster moms. I'm Lisa Qualls. And this is Melissa Corkum. Don't worry, we get it, and we're here for you. Today is a Mentor Moments episode where we answer a listener question. These episodes give you a chance to join the conversation and guarantee we're providing the most helpful tools and resources for exactly where you are. So this week's question is perfect timing for the holidays. My extended family expects us to join in the family holiday gathering. My kids are doing pretty well, but I want to set them up for success and minimize the chances of a huge meltdown. Can you give me some ideas? Ooh, such a good question. I would say I'm a huge fan of really clear communication. So if there's anything that you think would be helpful or you're thinking in past experiences, things that have happened at other family gatherings and you're thinking, gosh, I really wish so-and-so had handled that differently or hadn't said that to my kid, you know, go ahead and shoot an email, a friendly email to your extended family and just, you know, tell them that you're excited to come and you really want it to be a successful visit for your child. And here are some of the ways that they can help you guys out, kind of be on the same team and just kind of use that language of collaboration, setting everyone up for a good experience. Oh, that's really good advice. I like that. Uh, the first thing that comes to my mind when I think about this is being preemptive about food. Like I would never take my kids to a party hungry. I would rather they have good, even blood sugar. They're feeling good when we get there. And especially my kids with the most food trauma, I would definitely have fed Calcadon before a family gathering. And I would pack snacks of foods that I know my kids like and would be good for them because you never know for sure what's going to be at a gathering. I mean, maybe at a family gathering, you might have a better idea, but some kids, food's just hard and they need it. So I would definitely take things for them and also feed them something before we left the house. Yeah. And we've had kids with restricted diets before. And so I try to make something that's really fun for them to eat, but still within their food restrictions so that they don't feel so left out. So they can have, you know, I might make a dozen paleo cupcakes and say he can have all 12 at the party, but you know, that kind of lessens the sting of not being able to have something else that looks yummy on the table. Yeah, that's a good point. Something else is expectations. Our kids are overwhelmed easily. And so if your child needs to have noise canceling earbuds in and maybe an MP3 player with some music or wants to sit under the table the whole time or whatever the thing is, you know, pick your battles wisely. Um, if they're regulated and they're doing something that's still in the realm of safety, maybe let it slide. And I would say for my older kids, we've kind of given them permission to opt out of some of these things. So we will all go and we invite them and we tell them we would love to have them there, but we don't fight them to come 
with us because there's nothing worse than taking a grumpy teenager to a gathering that you otherwise would enjoy. And so if it's just the same to everyone else, give them the choice to come or not come. That's, that's good advice. The other thing I would do is I would plan to maybe stay a shorter time than you, than everybody might stay. Let's say it's an all afternoon gathering. I would probably plan a certain amount of time that we were going to stay. I'd talk about it with Russ in advance so that we were on the same page. Like, okay, we're going to have dinner. We're going to stay an hour and we are going to go home because our kids will do far better if we keep them in their routine, if we don't have them stay up late. Because the thing is, it's so easy to get caught up when, if things are going well, to just keep staying until it all falls apart. Yeah, quit while you're ahead. (laughs) Yeah, well, that's exactly it. I would rather leave when everybody's feeling like, hey, we did a good job. And my family's feeling like, hey, they did pretty well. That wasn't so bad this year, you know? I'd rather have it, everybody feel like, that was good, then wait until somebody falls apart. And, you know, this is actually advice for any parent, not just kids from hard places. I mean, our kids, lack of sleep, too much sugar, being out of their routine, that's just a, you know, a recipe for dysregulation. So we want to do our best to help our kids stay regulated and calm. Yeah. And I would say one more thing to add to that, let your kids know what the plan is, because if they always do better when they know, and if they're not maybe they're anxious or they don't love where you're going and they're kind of like tugging on you the whole time. And they're like, when do we get to leave? You know, um, just let them know we're going to go eat dinner and then we're going to stay for half an half an hour, an hour. That's what mom and dad decided is good. And this is the time and the clock you can watch for. And then they'll know, and they'll know that this isn't like a forever gathering or, you know, they'll have their answer to their question. Well, even if you get a hundred million asks about when we're going to leave, you can have a consistent calm answer, you know, we're going to leave at X time. And so I think the clearer the expectations for everyone, the better. Absolutely. Really, the clearer we can be, we talk about this a lot, but structure around our kids reduces their anxiety and really helps them be calmer. So it's a good thing. So if you would like to submit a question for a future episode, you can send an email to email at theadoptionconnection.com, or even more fun, you can leave a message on our phone line, which is just a recording. Nobody will answer it, but we'd love to hear your voice, and the number is 208-741-3880. If you want more personalized help, we offer private coaching. For more information, head to theadoptionconnection.com slash services. Before you go, we'd love to connect with you on social media. You can find us on Facebook or Instagram as The Adoption Connection. Thanks so much for listening. We love having you. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a quick review over on iTunes. It will help us reach more moms who may be feeling alone. And remember, until next week, you're a good mom doing good work and we're here for you. The music for the podcast is called New Day and was created by Lee Rosevere.